Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello. And welcome. This is a funny episode, I think, with smash hit comedian Jade Adams. She is something else. She has me crying with laughter and food joy all at once. I've got a few things to bang on about first before we start with the podcast. Don't worry, it's almost all podcast related. Lots of exciting news, in fact. Firstly, there's so the two live hooverings that are happening in January. One of them sold out. That's the one on the 27th of January. If you didn't get tickets for that yet, boo-hoo, should have been quicker. Um, but there are still tickets on Monday the 28th of January. It's an insane lineup, considering it's a tiny little room. We've got Zoe Lyons coming. She's one of the funniest people working in comedy and she's a MasterChef semi-finalist. You'd be a dick not to come if you are free on Monday the 28th of January. Go to unrestrictedview.co.uk forward slash the hyphen hoovering hyphen podcast hyphen live. Also, I am pretty fizzy to announce on the London news as well that I'm coming to the Vaults Festival in March. On the 3rd of March, I'm hoovering live in a huge venue, which means huge guests, which I will be announcing soon. Get in there, though, quickly. Um, Before I even announce these guests, Google the Vaults Festival and come and join us for a lovely Sunday afternoon, March the 3rd, of eating and laughing it all up. Um, Also, it's by the by, but I'm previewing my new show there on the 15th of March for Peanuts in a Tiny Room. I'd be honoured to have you at that as well just look up the vaults festival and then search within that festival for the hoovering podcast or my name jessica foster in other exciting news for anyone listening north of the border 
That's enough about London, isn't it? Yes, I agree. Enough about stupid London. Let's talk about Scotland, because I'm coming to the Glasgow Comedy Festival. It's the last weekend of March. On the 29th, I'm doing a preview of my new show, some stand-up, and that's in the late night. And then on the afternoon of the 30th of March, there's a Hoovering Live. Uh, I've already got one outstandingly cool and funny guest in the bag, who I'll be announcing soon. And if you want to support the podcast and get discount tickets to these live shows, to all of the live shows I do, can I recommend becoming my patron? Go to patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, dot co.uk, forward slash the Hoovering Pod. You can swap little bits of money for prizes, rewards, gifts, brilliant things so for example if you give five dollars a month i think that works out as like two pounds at the moment then you get discount codes for every single one of these live shows uh, if you give ten dollars a month even just for the next month you get a bonus happy birthday hoovering episode in the middle of january that's just for patrons who give ten dollars a month um between now and the end of january i mean obviously you're welcome to stay on that would be lovely Other than that, it's just the usual grovelling thanks for uh, those of you who are spreading the word about this podcast. I literally don't know what I'd do without you. It's a joyful thing that you are telling other people about this podcast. I'm very grateful. I'd go so far as to say I love you for it. So let's get into this podcast. Jade Adams is at my house and true to form, she's fucking cracking me up the whole while that she's making me the most beautiful food and the whole time she's not pulling any punches at all. As you will hear, she's amazing. Uh, Listeners, there's going to be a loud bang. (laughs) Done. (laughs) (laughs) This is a dish that my... I've lived with a lot of chefs. Oh, have you? Why have you lived with a lot of chefs? I just... I've lived with chefs. I've worked for chefs. I've I've, I've ran restaurants and all sorts of stuff throughout my my life. Yeah. Um, I've been a manager of a vegan vegetarian restaurant that turned vegan vegetarian as I was manager, which I felt like was almost like uh, some sort of like hostage situation. <laughs> was that in Brazil? Or in no, it was in Cardiff. Oh, I, lived, right. I lived in Wales for eight years. Oh, God. Okay. So I'm basically Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I worked there. And so my, uh, my friend that owned the um, restaurant, she taught me a lot about cooking and then I worked for another guy before that called Eamon Fullerlove who was the head chef of 15 with oh, Jamie wow, Oliver yeah. and he taught me so I didn't used to I was I was meant to be downstairs serving beer but I was always up in the kitchen watching him and he would teach he taught me how to like clear soup and stuff like that and egg whites wow and like, yeah and oh my fucking god I had no idea you basically like I, a proper swanky pants chef then if you well I'm not a sh- I'm not a chef but I can cook for large groups of people re- really well yeah I'm well not- I, I'm the equivalent yeah I, I'm as close as one person can get to a large group of people oh. when it comes to <laughs> I thought you were like I'm the equivalent to I don't know what I thought you meant there no I just no. think I can eat a lot great lovely <laughs> This um this dish is an Italian dish and it's Ooh. I really I really like it. I, so I, the the last chef I lived with was a girl called Jess Simmons and she is uh, used to work for Angela Hartner. Um, and she I, I lived her I lived with her and lived with her for I think two maybe three years and she taught me loads. So she was opening her restaurant her first restaurant up whilst I was living with her, wow. which is called Beef and Brew and it's in Kentish Town and it's really really good food and. Vegetarian, you can go and eat there. It's fine. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's for steak. 
great steak and uh, it's in Kentish Town but they've just opened one another one up in London Bridge that's how well <gasps> it's gone oh wow so done, for her so they've done a second she no longer is chef because it was too much it was too much for her and she never really wanted to work like that she wants to create menus and create restaurants so her job's slightly different now um, okay. but I mean it's her restaurant it's her it's her vision and she runs it with this other guy that's um, so cool Jess Simpson Jess Simmons Simmons sorry. Simmons um, and I lived with her and whilst I was living with her lucky old JD uh, <laughs> lucky old Adams was living with someone who was like developing a menu oh, so I'd wow. like come home to short rib and like a, a cow full of gravy just for me and shit like that wow. it was incredible this is a dish that she taught me and it's got it's got a fancy Italian name yeah because the Italians do this and it's a I call it sardine pasta <laughs> Sardine pasta. But there's a fancy Italian yeah. name for it. If you type, even though it's a on simple your phone, thing. if you type in yeah. Italian uh, spaghetti sardine dish, um, it's got black olives in it as well. And to people that are sort of put off by those ingredients, I bid you just <laughs> have a look at the photograph that we'll post of this. Yeah, because it's such a great dish. And Whoa, so we're chopping up onions and. The onion red is onion. Um, red onion, yeah, because they're prettier, I think. Yeah, a bit sweeter. I, sweeter, and I think a white onion, they're quite stewy. Yeah, okay. Know, for a soup or something like that. But a red onion, if you want to, like, sort of, you sort of be a bit fancy. All that's come up is pasta con le sarde. I think it's that. That's Can pasta with sardines. Like, in Italian, for fennel. Hang on. Oh, I've said it's it a stalk. Uh, it's that type. Well, it's a spaghetti with sardines, but yeah. it's a. <laughs> it's a stalk. It does, to be fair, sound fancier in Italian. Yeah, it does. I think it is spaghetti with sardines, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> But I basically, that's a clove of garlic, mm. but a large clove of garlic there. I think it's probably not too be too much. Um, I fucking love garlic. Oh great! I'll shove it all in, in then. But it's a store cupboard dish. Yeah, it's all the bits that you'll have left over. You'll always have one onion this is left. Mainly tins and stuff isn't it and you could have had the olives we've got fancy olives here but you could have had them from a tin or a jar and then I bought some parmesan but you don't have to have parmesan on it um, oh my god this is going to be you're keeping that already after tell. this it's my little <gasps> gift to you oh my so I, I'm working for, at Selfridges at the moment in their basement doing a show and they said to me on my birthday what do you want what department do you like the best and everyone was like oh my god and they were like and they thought I was going to like go jewellery but I went well, food questions. Brilliant. Went, oh, they don't have a, any. They won't have anything my size there at all. It'd just be just depressing. But I asked them. For, in the whole of Selfridges. Yeah, they don't. They, they, they have like haberdashers and stuff to make all. They you could. make loads of awesome costumes. Well, my my mother and my friend Gemma Banks do, does all ah, my my costumes. I now see. I'm chopping up some black olives. Mm. Which normally I hate. I hate black olives. Really? I was going to ask if I could eat one up. Yeah, eat. Go for it. I won't be using all I've of them. I've taken two out. I've taken two. Um, I don't. Uh, mm. I don't normally like black olives. I think they're disgusting. But chopped up in this dish, they are absolutely oh divine. God. And I don't know what these are, but they're so um, creamy. I think black olives are so often like shit ones out of a jar. That well, they do the job, but there's. I love the inkiness of them, but I hate it when they've got that like sharp, sharp bitter. bitter. Yeah. And these aren't at all. They're like really creamy. These aren't bitter at all. <laughs> these are from that really expensive place up the road from here. <laughs> yeah. 
I was in like a Marks and Spencer's and it was one of those ones for, for people who were on the go. I was about to call them lazy people. Um, people in the train station, Emma. Yeah. yeah, they're fucking useless. I, I was on my way to a friend's house for like our Christmas dinner and she did like the mate's Christmas dinner. She knocked it out of the park actually. She did like a mackerel pate, which again, like I, I really am not into mackerel. But in a pate like that, it was amazing with some different types of smoked salmon and rye bread starter. And then we all had haggis or veggie haggis. Ooh. Neeps and tatties. She's a Scottish one. Anyway, on the way, she was like, I need dill and a jar of horseradish. And we were all bollocksed. We were all coming from different places and none of us could find a mini supermarket in the station that. Was that one No. No, I don't mean bollocks like that. I mean, none of us could find. Either deal or just in those little MSs in the stations or yeah, the Sainsbury's away. They're, they're absolutely so useless. They look like they'd be all posh in that. No, you but really basically you can get pizzas and Percy pigs. And that's it. Which is fine at sometimes. Percy vegan Percy pigs is probably what they do the best in there. Yeah. I like those. I like those vegetarian ones. Or the tangy Colin caterpillars. I don't really like the idea of that meat and beef when I'm having the sweets, so... <laughs> no, I don't. It's weird that there's beef in the sweets. It's really odd. I've just chopped up some parsley. I can see that. And it looks Flat parsley. Amazing. I'm you're doing it so prettily. Even the chopping's so pretty. Also, do you know the other reason you can tell you're a proper... You've had, shall I say, the influence of actual chef chefs. What's that? It's you're doing all your maison place. Like, you're chopping everything before you even start. Oh! I mean, you've done the pasta, but it, I think it's like a... I still, even though I know it's what pros do, I could just get distracted and desperate to start cooking, so I never have everything chopped by the time I start oh, sizzling. I didn't realise I was doing that. <coughs> Maison Place, is that what it's called? Yeah. Is it? So have you cooked? I've done, I've done a few cooking courses. I'd love to do more, especially as part of this. Good oh. excuse, right, wouldn't it? And then sort of maybe talk to the person that led it afterwards while we eat whatever we've made actually that's a great idea I'm gonna look I'd come that. with you if we went yeah. to I'd love to go to some Asian cooking courses mm, I did one um, it was a it was a really specific curry but um, yeah no I, I would t- and I've done dim sum which Have was you? fucking great yeah in King's Cross Wee, well played. I was so scared when I opened these tins of fish. These are smoked Smoked sardines. sardines. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Can I have a sniff? Yeah, go on. It'll smell like cat food. No, it doesn't. It smells amazing because that oil's so posh. It smells really nice. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so they're posh enough that they'd be all right, like, on a pizza, just as they are probably as well, wouldn't you? You'd have an anchovy on a pizza. Not a sardine. It's too, too big. Is it? Yeah. I quite like the idea of a pizza with a great big fuck off cod loin on it. Mmm. <laughs> Delicious. Tell me the best and the worst thing you've eaten this week. Best thing this week I ate. So far until this. Till this. This is going to be the best. But best thing I've eaten. Let me look at my diary because I really can't remember oh, what really? I've yeah, one or the other. Oh, I went to... So, I randomly... I also take photographs of people sometimes. Well, I used to. And I randomly took some photographs of this person who also happened to... He's like a... Uh, he's called Simon. 
Like yeah. he had a friend called Sean who he knew from church. She was opening up a restaurant and she needed a photographer for the <gasps> restaurant. Oh, nice. A food photographer. So I just, just went and did it. <laughs> nice. I've never done food photography before, but I was like, I just it on the internet, learned how to do it, took the money. Um, <laughs> they're on the internet. They've been in magazines and stuff. I'm talking to a food photographer who's been doing it for ages. Oh, really? January. Yeah, I thought it's quite, it's quite an interest Because it's an art form. Yeah. Especially when you really manipulate... I mean, I imagine that the food was amazing, but often for cookbooks and stuff... You've got to manipulate how good yeah, it looks. Got, absolutely, and a lot of it has been Inedible. so manipulated that you couldn't eat it, yeah. Inedible food after you've done it. Well, they, well, the Chinese... So the Japanese and the Chinese, uh, they display their food on the outside of the buildings. I went to Japan this year. Wow. Um, and they display the food on the outside. And... Um, so that's where... Um, and uh, and they spray it all in glue, <laughs> so it stays. It's all sprayed with glue, and then it dries, and then it's just, and then it just maintains its uh, structure. shape, stru- structure. It doesn't. And then, uh, and fade. then you, uh, you keep it, and you use it as a fridge magnet that rots from the inside out. Yeah, perfect. Delicious, absolutely yeah. delicious. <laughs> Real lovely Japanese snack. I think it might be plaster that they put on it. Oh, okay. I think it's that. Um, I interrupted you though and did you have the best thing you've eaten this week was while you were taking pictures of that food did you get so I so my uh, there's a lovely woman called Claire Haig who's a photographer for comedians Uh she does a musical photography and um, we just she's just done us a lot of favours so I thought I'd take her out for dinner Um, and we went to the place that I took photographs of and we had I had to start uh, quail's legs which I'll be honest they're a bit fiddly. Yeah. I'd rather just have a big chicken leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. A bit like... Everything about like, quails, I just think, oh, you're just like a miniature version of... What's a fucking You're not different they? enough to a chicken to have justified having killed. No. And they're so small and... Yeah. And like, I just wanted to pick... I was in a posh restaurant, so I couldn't pick it up, but I just wanted to pick it up and like eat it and... Yeah. I honestly think that if the restaurant was really <laughs> worth its salt, I shouldn't mind you picking up an animal bone. And tucking in. You can in. do it in Rick Steins. Some Rick Steins. It's someone like that. Who genuinely encourages it. Yeah, who encourages it. Good. Woohoo! Um, That's smelling amazing. Oh, I'm excited. I mean, onion and garlic. I mean, it's. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that, mate. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've had this week? Shit, I think I've had all good stuff. I had a tuna really? sandwich yesterday, but it was nice. It was nice. Got some shirasha in it. Oh, I'm really good at making things that aren't uh, that are just normal much better. Yeah, I've got this drawer, and it basically is a drawer that can make any dish delicious. Wow. So what's in it apart from shirasha? Shirasha, soy sauce. There's like uh, there's an uh, an MSG product in there as well. There's um. Your, uh, all your salts, all your it's Vietnamese summer roll wraps in there. There's there's like muli. There's there's wow. noodles and there's umami seaweed. There's wow. um, stuff to make dishes from all over the world. So I've got dal in there. I've got uh, I have uh, pastes, all that sort of stuff. Nice. But it can. I want to know whether your MSG paste is the same as this, which a chef did recommend to me, which is the easiest thing if you've just got noodles and one vegetable or something yeah I've got that it's bean paste and chilli oil it's mm. a sweepy job that's what I've got I haven't got it with chilli oil but it's the same company it's so good it's in every Asian supermarket yeah and it's about a quid and it's filth absolute filth perfect just use it instead of oil and run that through it yeah I'm excited about having the steak again because it's been years but I can't I honestly can't remember 
when the last one was. What I have just enjoyed is watching you test your sauce with my son's plastic tiger spoon. <laughs> Little tiger on that spoon. Um, uh, it's December now, so Merry Christmas, Jerry. Merry Christmas. Um, have you got an advent calendar? And if so, which one? I've got a Lindor advent calendar. Oh, yeah. Is that the one with the balls or just with the posh oh, lint chocolate? Balls. And then on Christmas Eve, you get the lint chocolate in it. Yes. So that's nice. Oh, yes. Um, but the thing is, is I'm not eating them. Why? I don't want one every day. No. You have to be in the mood. But I do that. I haven't got one yet this year. I'm waiting for them. So they're cheap. I'm scum. I'm scum. I think they will be now. It's a week in. It is a week in, yeah, yeah. I, I want to get... Last year, I'm so unadventurous, but Hotel Chocolat, I do a really nice dark chocolate one. And I love that. What are you doing for Christmas? Oh, it's up in the air exactly what, but um, we're having, I'm, it's my year to have uh, actual Christmas Day with my partner's family this year. Oh, OK. And um, well, I was going to ask that, actually. I wanted to know what your um, Christmas Day is like. Especially on the eating front. It's mega. Is it mega? Oh, God, I can't wait to hear it all, Jade. But just quickly before we move on from um, advent calendars, yeah, I think there's something really joyous in... And I've only really had the um, self-control to do this as an adult, or in really recent years, actually. But there's something lovely about going, oh, I don't really fancy one today. And then Nick, by the time you actually sit down, maybe to watch them and whatever, and crack it open, you've got five to have. Yeah, well, I've been keeping them in a little just because I want to open the doors. But I've been keeping them in a little glass next to the next to them. Oh, um, so I so I have that. I moment. like it. You still want to open the door, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> That's very sweet. And um, <laughs> you still want to open the door. How much of a rule abider are you? Would you ever? And have you historically ever eaten ahead of the date? No, I would never do that. Me neither. I, I think I did as a kid because I was like a kid desperate to eat all the time. Um, so I would do it as a kid. But as an adult, I really love all the tradition. I'm like, I, I can't wait for Christmas Day. I can't yeah. wait to like really spoil Rich and like make him a turkey and, and cook. And I, it's my favourite to cook for other people. I don't. I, this is why I'm cooking for you. I love it because it. I love. I love cooking for other people. It brings me so much joy. Yeah, it's a way of really giving love, isn't it? I'm really needy for attention as well. And well, this you're is fucking a, nailing it. It's this a, it's a and fork. Divine. Yeah. So oh yeah, great. So it's irrationally and far away from all the other things. My cutlery. Christmas Day this year, I'm with my. Um, with my partner's family but we go on Christmas day to um to his aunt's house and she gets the mickey ripped out of her because she has a like a two day it's like well they are all military it's like a military regime there's a spreadsheet and there's something happens every five minutes really and everyone's involved in that it's the opposite of my drunk inordinately laid back family where often no one eat no everyone drinks and has snacks, but no, yeah, but you don't actually sit down to eat until like eight or nine at night, often with my lot. Whereas there, like, it's on the dot midday. But my God, she can cook. It, she's the most extraordinary. I, I, I've only ever had her Christmas dinner, but it is just like, is it great? <laughs> it's enormous. It's it's everything in it is always perfect, and there's so much of it. It's obscene. Tell me about your Christmas day then. So this year. Um, well, I was going to go and get my uh, turkey from a place called Ginger Pig. Oh, I've heard of that. Um, who are a super posh butchers in um, in Stoke Newington. And I'm not really being a one with the people at the moment, because I can't imagine a lot of people can really afford it. But I don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can, I can, you know, I'm not buying 
fire trucks and yeah, yeah. Oh, believe me, no, nor are we. Yeah. What um, what's he asked he's, for? He's, oh, well, he's. Uh, it was only his birthday in October, oh, so um, he's had that. We've a whole family of chips in, and he's had a bike. Oh, so is he? Yeah, and because he's this. In, oh my god, this looks amazing. There's so much stuff in the world. And he doesn't really know yet. He's only three. He doesn't really know. Have you got a little um, um, Yeah. He's going to get a stocking stuff, really. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. We went to a playgroup and he got really jealous of this girl's witch's outfit. And Did I was he? Like, yeah, I'll get you a witch's outfit. He's a good lad like that. Like, he's got loads of tiaras and... It's great that he doesn't give a crap are about... You trying, are you trying... Are you... A modicum of it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We haven't called him unicorn or anything, but I want him to grow up not to hurt women. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Simple, that or is. Men. Or men. Oh, this looks so good. I'm going to take taste nice. Oh my God, it's definitely going to taste nice. Mm-hmm. We're both now taking pictures of our food. Yeah, well, it's 2018. Just got to live with it, haven't you, really? Oh, can I get you a drink to go with this? Have some water. Just water? Yeah, that'd be fine. You don't want um, a Vinto? <laughs> ah, I'm really trying to flog you a Vinto. <laughs> you don't have to have a Vinto. I'm alright for a Vinto, I'll be honest. It's a zero Vinto, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I you can shove it up your ass, it's mate. Be- it's because um, I have to share them with Rudy. Mm-hmm. He thinks every fizzy drink is called lemonade. Oh, does and, it? Um, and he'll go nuts for it and you can use it as a really good bribe. Like, you can get, you know... Three potty uses, a whole meal eaten, of a really healthy one, all if you go, and then you can have another few sips of lemonade. He's upset. Any fizzy drink he thinks is really exciting and delicious, and he thinks they're all lemonade, even when it's ginger ale. He thinks it's lemonade. Ginger lemonade. What's his favourite Black one? lemonade is colas. <laughs> no, he hasn't got a favourite because he thinks they're all one drink that come in different colours. The fizzy He's le- a moron still, Jade, at this stage. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> is, he, is he like sparkling water? Uh, do you know what? That would be a really sensible thing to try, wouldn't it? The one healthy thing <laughs> that we could have done. And it's just taken someone to state the obvious. <laughs> oh, you've made me laugh, but also broken my heart all in one amazing <laughs> bit of advice. Say scrumdiddlyumptious. Hello! And then you can be in my podcast. That pasta is so good. It's really chunky. You can get, just get, you just get spaghetti, you just get a can of chopped tomatoes. You, oh, actually. You get a bit more salt because I'm going to pearl up. Yeah, go ahead and stick it on mine as well. Capers, sardines, um, and then I'm going to just. Another drizzle of oil. Yes! Oh, yes. All right, so this year, mm. a turkey from Ginger Pig. I was going to get turkey from Ginger Pig, but then yeah. Lucy Pierman, who's a comedian, yeah. she told me her brother farms turkeys, <gasps> and I absolutely want to choose my Get own in, yes! Oh, what a great idea. Mm. And then, like, you literally pick it. Where, and where does she, and where's the brother doing that? Not in London. I don't know. Oh, I've shit. got to get in touch right. with her about That's it. Great. Um, I'm hoping I haven't missed the boat. Mm. I bet loads of people would rather do that. Yeah, I um, my mum said connection. you won't. Mum said you won't eat it, and I was like, yeah, I fucking will. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I think, I, well, I don't know. Actually, I've just assumed there, but like, 
I, I think that was part of like one of the reasons why I decided not to eat meat very often is because you, so many people have lost that connection between what it was and what it then becomes. Yeah. I, if I could know how an animal would lived and then be taught how to effectively kill it myself yeah. and then was able to store it in a way where I could live off it with my family and or friends for donkeys, you know, six months or a year. I'd love that. That's a, you know, oh, that'd be amazing. Convenience mm. made um, people really unaware of their food and stuff. And yeah. My mum always used to teach me about cooking and I'd stand next to her and she, I, I mean, I, I knew how to make a roast dinner by the age of 10. Wow, that's amazing. Do you grow up, do you grow up in Bristol then? Yeah. My, um, well, it's the way I got to hang out with people was to just, you, the way I worked out that you get people to hang out with you is you get interested in the things they're doing. Yeah, and the things they're doing with cooking at home. Mm. My, and then I would do DIY with my dad. Mm. Mm. I'd do it with my granddad. Oh, yeah? Bits of carpentry and stuff. I remember building a wooden gun once that I was really chuffed with. But then when my I'd stay with them every half term, they lived in Farnborough. And then, but when my mum and dad came to pick me up, everyone had a real laugh because I, unknowingly as a child, made it extremely phallic. <laughs> of course, Raph. <laughs> I'm older than you. Young, five or six. I made a great big wooden, wooden bob end. Um, <laughs> so is, is you doing Christmas this year with your partner? Yeah, so um, it all just the two of us because last year we travelled seventeen hundred miles mm. to be with everyone, uh, and we were with all sorts of different people. Um, and then this year, the sort of rule is: if you want to hang out with us, you've got to yeah. come and you've got to come to us. Which, nice, yeah. okay, great. So I would like to try and encourage his boys to come and have Christmas with us at some like at some point of the Christmas mm-hmm. bit. There's like a week, isn't there? Come for a day or something. Mm. So they've not really visited yet with us being okay. there. They're sort of, you know, they're in their twenties. They're doing yeah. their own thing. But I want to sort of get them. I want to get them over. And do you have a board game on a Christmas day? We, well, we. This is the thing. We haven't. The only Christmas we've had is the one we had last year. We haven't spent Christmas together before, oh except for one, which was last year, and then this year's the second one. So we really don't have any traditions yet. But you can make all your own traditions. That's all right. Yeah. Have you got like a dream Christmas Day um, breakfast? Yeah, so he'll make that. I'll be doing the Christmas dinner. Because mm. um, I, I, I'm going to do all of the prep for the Christmas dinner the day before. So I'm right. going uh, so to dry the potatoes as well so they're really crispy. Mm. So I'm going to boil them on the Friday and then put them in the fridge so they dry out. That's clever. And then that, that's what's that. So they'll already be done. And then I'll just, all I have to do is yes. chop veg and put the, the turkey will already be in. And I'm going to cook the turkey on a. It's going to be on top of a grill, a grill or in a pan, and then in the pan you put half a bottle of white wine, stock, an onion, and a garlic, and then you wrap the whole thing in tin foil so it's all airtight, and then it basically steams the bird, and then you take that all off at the end. And then for the last twenty minutes you just brown the crispy top. crisp. Yeah, <gasps> so many people are going to want to give that a go, Jade. Yeah, mate. This has been delicious. I don't feel like I've talked about it enough. Every ingredient is just the perfect complement to each other. It's nice, isn't it? But all the things in it that... I think what I've got... I was saying earlier, I've got a bit of a perv on for spaghetti at the moment because I think it's because I really love tangy things, tangy, salty things. And that good red sauce Yeah, is really that, really sharp but really salty all at once. Do you like a bouillabaisse? 
reality. Oh, no, do you know what? Again, like I've, I think it's one of those things I probably had last in my teens. But I, and also I've had the opportunity to have it when I've been occasionally in a nice restaurant that would do it. But it wouldn't be the thing I'd pick because I want to try something else more. A menu that's got that on it, there'll be something on it that I want to try more. more but is that, that the same kind of tomatoy, tangy? Yeah, tangy, tomatoy, fishy mm. uh, sort of fish stew, isn't it? Um, and then you have like cod and mussels and prawns mm. and all the shellfish, and then you have it with a big roll of crusty bread. Oh my, yeah, I'd love it. With butter on it. Oh, I'd love it. And another one, a chowder, so like a fish chowder, mm. it's like a white sauce version of that. Yeah. I'd be less fussed about that. Yeah, I, I'm not. It's, I'm not really into carbonara either. I had um, an ex-boyfriend who got really ill off a chowder once from the I shouldn't say where, but a chain kind of get your lunch from place. Leon, eat, eat, was it? Um, <laughs> and, um, oh, I'll leave that in. Um, <laughs> in the sports nearly time now. It was years ago, but he's just so disgusting and funny and graphic about his illness afterwards that I've never tried one, and now I don't think I can. I'll just picture him chucking up the. Mm. Uh, I was being sick at three a.m., but it was due to a cough. But oh, you, can... you coughed yourself sick. I coughed myself sick. Oh, poor thing. Rich didn't know what to do. Oh, he was like, "Are you okay?" And then this morning when I got up, he called me something. It was really funny. I had my little sad face on, and he said to me, "He called me a chicken nugget, and it made me laugh." Oh, um, he went, "You're a chicken nugget. You're not good for anything. Let's stick, let's stick, let's stick you in the grinder." Oh. <laughs> um, what does he cook for breakfast on Christmas Day? Oh, what he'll do a mega do? sandwich. So he'll oh, do. Like a... I'm going to tell you something now. Yeah. Now everyone's banging on about sourdough, and I'm like, "Fuck sourdough!" <laughs> right? Just because it's it's hard. We're yeah. eating what tastes like stale bread mm-hmm. because some middle class knobhead told <laughs> us to have it somewhere. Right? I will have it. I will have sourdough. Great, whatever. <laughs> However, nothing. I bid you nothing beats a fucking tiger loaf. Yeah. Or a harvest loaf. Or like some really spongy, warm white bread. Mm-hmm. There is nothing wrong with that. Beautiful. And I love also a Hovis seeded sensation. That is a great loaf of bread. I think there's one in my cupboard right now. Oh, is there? Or a supermarket owned brand equivalent. Brilliant. It's the best. Yeah. Because granary in the 90s, because I'm a working class girl, you might not think it by all the sardine pasta and the talk of bullabays, but the reason I have all that, and I know all of that, is because I left the house and I went and sat with chefs and I watched and I learned, because I'm just hungry for knowledge. It impresses people, I'm sure. That's what my therapist would tell you. (laughs) Um... But there's some things that gentrification have just got wrong, and I really yeah. believe that bread's Sourdough's one of them. One of I them. think bread's the one of them. Artisanal bread. It's not healthier either. Sourdough oh, no, is not healthier, not healthier than a tiger bread. It's the same amount of calories as well. It's like you say, it's harder, so it's better for some things. So, like for it, example, yeah. something you might dunk it in, yeah, where you're having like mussels, like the creamy, yeah, uh, whiny, garlicky mussels, or the beer bass, or boya bass, or whatever, yeah. But a sandwich, get fucked. Yeah, why is why have I had people make me a sourdough sandwich before? There was a bread I had the other day. A cob loaf is good. Mm. That a cob loaf is better than a sourdough, I believe. Yeah, I think it's better. Fluffy innard. It's it's got a fluffy innard, but it's crunchy on the outside, so it has that that stability that you need that you you're craving from your sourdoughs. I think sourdough is only good for chopping it up small and making little. Um, uh, little th- little snacks to go yeah. with stuff, you know, like doing a little chopping up some tomatoes and onions and parsley and mm. coriander and lemon and olive oil 
And it's like a bruschetta. Bruschetta, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You stick all that on top of that. That's lovely. Nice. With a bit of sourdough. Something really saucy, really juicy. <laughs> I suppose probably guacamole or if you want to call it a smashed avocado. Um, it needs to be real liquidy, doesn't it? It needs to be basically on a raft, a really hard, chewy raft. But yeah. anything where... Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. It, you're absolutely right. I hadn't given it enough thought, and I'm sorry. But Asda Tiger Loaf, mate. I'm a mm. real Asda girl. I love Asda more than any of the other supermarkets. I'm a big fan of Asda. I yeah. go there because my mum works there, and so I'm very nostalgic about people dressed as fishmongers and the smell of fish. It's also Rudy's favourite because he likes a green basket, Jen. Oh, does <laughs> <laughs> We come back in now off the back of the conversation we'd been having in the interim, which didn't make the edit. But for context, the conversation was about one of Rudy, my son's recent huge meltdowns. I don't think crying's as bad. I hope not, because that's my go-to thing. If you, I'd rather cry than get angry. But only because crying doesn't escalate it. If you match their rage, if you start losing it too, what does he say? it escalates what, it. What does he feel when you cry? Does he feel it? Does he worry about you? I imagine so, but he doesn't... It do, he, he sometimes will say, I was very sad and you were sad too. Oh my God, he's so amazing! He's got no empathy yet. No. So he's just stating what he's seen. He's learnt that if someone's crying, they're sad. Yeah. And um, But no, after most of his meltdowns, and I'm putting this in here because I'm always so horrible about him, he will cup my face in his hands and say, are you my friend? I'm sorry. He can't control himself. And you have to go, of course... Of course I'm your friend. But it's not it's not. Oh my god, you're breaking my fucking heart. (laughs) So those bits are the bits that make me go, I'll have one. Really? But then I know that a majority of the time it's an absolute fuck stain of a situation because you're like I've got all sorts of friends that have got babies of all different ages and everyone's a bit fucked from it. Like it's a real all power to your babe. I think there's this thing as well where you can't really, certainly not in comedy, talk about uh, the joyous sides of it because no one wants to hear that. No, I mean, so stuff. you couldn't go and do, oh, I've just done this. Look at all this. More. Is there more? Yeah, there's more. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, yes! Oh, shit. oh, get in. Go on, tell me what you're saying. You can't be like, I remember, I can't remember who, but one of the, like, uh, some. Sh- shredded bloke comedian it might have actually been someone like um lovely daniel simonson simonson that's simonson yeah yeah i don't know whether i'm saying anyone's name right of food or people um he said um he'd been trying to do stuff about being in the gym and no one wants to see it they don't want to hear someone talking about their success no miserable <laughs> miserable for others i have some i've been doing material about being at the gym but i am a fat person so i can do that <laughs> Any experience of me at the gym is immediately going to be funny because I'm going to be marginalised in some way or I'm going to be out of breath. There's nothing funnier than a fat person out of breath. I don't think it... uh, Well, I mean, this is so not off topic, but I want to write something about it, but I fucking go for it in there and I don't make things look pretty or easy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm in there ragged. Where's it? What? In the the gym. gym. (laughs) Like, struggling. I'll I'll try and lift something up. I'm months away from that kind of oh thank you mate um, but I get people sort of I get advice from blokes I haven't asked for oh do you um, oh. what do they say I had on Monday a man say you're making that look hard 
I used to be like that when I was really heavy. What? Kiss my fucking dick. I was raging. When I say raging, when I say raging, in reality, trying not to cry. Um, I said, you know what? I'm not. I. I don't. I didn't ask. I didn't ask for any advice. I'm all right. And he said, if you try doing it like this, and he suggested changing what was a pull-up into what would have been a bicep pull-up, which is a totally different, just a totally different muscle group that you're working. So I'm working my shoulders and lower back, upper back, sorry, and core, and he's trying to do something that would go, that would be chest and biceps, a totally different move, turning your hands the other way round, basically, and then just clinging there and slowly doing the negative, which is where there's the down, not the up. Oh, okay. And I said, do you know what? I, I didn't, couldn't be asked to argue the final points, but I just tried, sort of brushed it away. and I I'll bring it all up with my personal trainer tomorrow, mate, and walked off. But I obviously looked really upset because then he kept following me around. And I thought maybe he's being a pervert, but it, when he finally, I just kept walking off. But when he, I, I was on the machine and he came up as he was on his way out, so I just want to say I'm really sorry if I offended you. And I went, uh, I just shooed him away with my hand. Did you? Yeah, I couldn't bear to talk to him. If you were in a gym and you see someone and think, I think I'd like to say something to them, even if it's what you think might be a compliment, just don't. It's a fucking vulnerable space. (laughs) You know what I think? What? I think he fancied you. Someone, I went on Twitter and went nuts about it and someone else said, do you think there's a chance he could have been flirting? Yeah, he was. You, oh, oh wait. I know I've got a long way to go in my feminism, but if you want to flirt with someone, your opening line shouldn't be... His opening words were, you're going to hate this, but... And I went, don't then, <laughs> just don't. And then don't have an... As a second line, I used to be really heavy like you. I mean... I'm looking at you, babe. You're a weight that I aspire to get to, so... No. He can, he can shut his face. I don't want you to aspire to be anything other than you are. You said something earlier, and you don't have to answer this, but I just want to pick up on it. But you said, as a kid, I was always looking for stuff to eat. Is that because you weren't... Did you? Were you not allowed lots of stuff when you were a kid? Sweets and stuff? Yeah, we weren't allowed it. So I used to just go and get it anyway. Yeah. Um, what, because a parent was on a diet? No, because my mum didn't want us eating stuff like that. Right. So we didn't really have fizzy drinks till quite late. That's only made me laugh because we're literally just. I bet I'm going to get some shit. I'm going to get some shit from someone for giving a three-year-old all the fizzy drinks I listed earlier. But you've given him. But I don't want him. I don't want him to have to idolise those things as either treats or something. Some unattainable. I was literally obsessed with Coca-Cola until not so long ago. Really. Mm. That's part of the reason. I'm going to just say it now. That was really the best time I've ever made. That. It's fucking delicious. It's absolutely delicious. I wish I had to talk a bit less so I could just put it away. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, it's the creamiest <laughs> tangy fishy pasta I've ever had that's a tomato base. It's good, isn't because it? Have, and I think you've cooked it beautifully and the ingredients are heavenly. Jess Simmons, mate. Thank you, Jess. Her mum's a really good cook as well, so I think that's where she learned it all from. Mm. Um, yeah, I think because my mum stopped us from having stuff, it gave me more of a... But the thing is, is that, and this is what I've been learning from my therapist. So when I went into my therapy session, I said to her, 
I want to lose some weight. That was the first thing I said. And that is really? the last time I said not wasn't lose weight for any vanity. I'm not I'm not a vain person at all. It was mainly just for physical fit, health. Yeah. Right. That is the first and last time we've even discussed my weight. She really? not have any of it. Not interested. No, nope, just it just doesn't engage with conversations about what I think about my weight. Yeah. I don't um, want conversations about weight in this podcast because I I've got contact from so many people with disordered eating. Oh, do you? I've had lots of disordered eating and still flip back into it. But I don't want to ever encourage any kind of diet or diet culture bollocks. There's no ever. diet at all. I, there's no, let, uh, it doesn't I'm, work and it makes you mad. I'm going to tell you as someone that uh, has, has, has tried stuff before... Okay. don't do diets just exercise yeah. you can eat whatever you bloody yeah. well want just get down the gym and yeah. don't get too obsessed three mm-hmm. times a week could be enough and then let your metabolism do the rest mm-hmm. I don't do the gym bit which is what <laughs> that's, I don't do any of the gym bit that's the bit I'm trying to get to it doesn't have to be the gym or some exercise three yeah, yeah. times a week is all you need to do and then eat what you want like it doesn't like, but mate as well I think even that people can get so obsessed with it including me and I've really had to catch myself Really had to catch myself going. Oh, you've gone every day for two weeks. Strong, you might as well strong, have been. Mm. Do you weight lift? Yeah, yeah. But I um, I love it. I fucking love it. I've never. It's taken me thirty five years. Not that long. I did a bit of it before I had Rudy, but I didn't get this into. Like I, I I've got a personal trainer like a wanker. That was my like gift for myself. Which yeah. About all the therapies and stuff. And I think for me it counts as a sort of it because exercise keeps my head in a nice place so well but um our first meeting with her that two th- good things happened she said do you want to know how to get a bikini body and i was like oh fuck off because that's not what i've come here for no and i went no how and she went put a bikini on and i was like we're gonna get on great <laughs> she's awesome she's single mum two kids she's amazing she ran here yeah and she said um she said, right, you know, you, you try all these things and you sit down and you have a long meeting before you even do any exercise about what you want, etc. And she was like, is there anything you hate? And I was like, yeah, being out of breath. <laughs> she pissed herself laughing. But I was like, I'm afraid I hate it. Yeah. I feel out of control. I feel sick. I don't really want that. I like pain and I like being sweaty. Yeah. And so weightlifting it is for me because it's really so hard. So you get your heart rate up. I do bits of cardio, but I do them afterwards and I do it very gently. I don't want to run marathon. No. I don't want to row a long way. I don't want to swimming a long way. Yeah. Because I don't ever get puffed. I just really slowly front crawl a long way, but I, I'm not... Um, this so is really helpful. Because uh, um, <laughs> other girls I know have told me to do weightlifting because I'm mega strong. Oh, mate, it's joyous. It's do you want to show my bicep without... Yeah, I do. Um, without, this is nothing... Oh my god, that's with no working out, Jade! You should see if you fancy it. Do you want to feel like tight my asses? Yeah. Yeah, fit that. <laughs> Fucking hell! My stomach's not the same, but my arse and my. Jay. My arse and my. Uh, I'm you, really she's strong. Like a, she's like a rock. I'm Jay, that's amazing. I love it, and that's with nothing. That's with a fucking ton of work. Fucking hell, mate. But that's quite a lot of work. You can see it. You've got your. You've got loads of strength here in your shoulders, and you've got this great. I'm going to say it. When you talk, you've got this great vein that comes up. In your neck. <laughs> I've yeah, got a veiny neck. It's not veiny. Oh, yeah. You have one that comes up, and it's like I. I love um. I love that. <laughs> I like the um. I, what I really love is I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> because I've always never really had like things that show through my body 
like I don't have collarbones and I don't have like there's not often a vein that'll pop out because it's all covered in meat and gravy <laughs> so, I really I really appreciate seeing protruding not too much no one no one needs to be like no 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 stick it oh I mean do whatever you want mm. even if you want to do what you want um I don't know it's that isn't it but it's do. that thing of like it's the uh, it's the body you're in and I think yeah. once you realise that you, even if you restrict what you eat for a year and your body does change it will go back again yeah exactly it's like factually proven by science again and again and again but there's so much money to be made out of it and it's all we're ever told is that we're meant to be smaller and lighter no I don't, I don't believe that I'm meant to be big I'm, I am I'm, I'm, really not meant, I'm not meant to be light I'm heavy yeah. I'm really, I've always been really like muscly and broad and how heavy was Rudy when you had him? he was tiny when I had him oh, seven, seven and a half pounds but I was out that when I was born and he immediately he, most babies when they're first born, because they've got such tiny tummies like a pea, and they can only have little droplets of, um, oh, I can't remember milk. what it's first called, oh. but the, 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 the stuff that comes out first isn't really milk, it's this colos... It's, it's basically, it's really thick, oily, yellow, it sounds disgusting, but it's full of nutrients just for them. Because they can only have a few droplets every, like, couple of hours, and then they conk out. They're knackered by even drinking that. So most babies will lose weight in the first week, and then you'd expect them to start picking it up. He never lost an ounce. <laughs> he never lost one ounce. He's got bigger and bigger. But Mike and I are both, I don't know how to describe it other than hench. hench. Fucking hench. Yeah. And so's he. Not surprise. Got I love Big old booty on him. Yeah. It's annoying for when you're doing them, any play group where they require you to pick him up, like Grand Old Duke of York, when they're up, they're up. Even at six months, it'd be like, no, when they're up, they're up. <laughs> Mmm, delicious. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. 
The reason I talk about weight is because I've always been told by someone, whether it's like a, a, an inappropriate relative or if it's someone in a car driving past me calling me fat. I've always Fuck been off. told. Yeah, it's happened. It's been it happened my whole life. Um, and I, you know, like I, I, it doesn't happen in Hackney anymore where I was living, but it did happen in Margate, and I felt almost nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for laughing, but you made that funny. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I so when I talk about weight, I actually don't have a single issue about the way I look yeah. at all. The only time I do is when I'm ovulating, but I'm hysterical then anyway. Yeah. Um, and I look in the mirror and I don't like myself, but that's because I don't like myself because I'm ovulating. Why is it? Here's a question about periods. Sorry, boys. Um, actually, no, lads, listen yeah. up. Listen in, listen especially up. for the boys. This, uh, yeah, for the lads. I don't think it's when you're ovulating. Well, I find when you're ovulating, you men are like fancy, you know, feel a no, bit I'm turned a on and horny. I don't it's know PMT what that makes me look at myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> PMT I get for the ovulating period. So, right. oh no, no, ovulating is when you release the egg. Yeah, that's when it's out, and you're like, bl- you want to get some. Yeah, and so you feel you feel like you're pretty fucking sassy on Monday. <laughs> Lizzie from Lizzie's on the Green in Newington Green in London it's the best coffee best cakes best food it's all under £6 she feeds the homeless she feeds posh people she manages to keep a park that was full of drugs and, and alcohol, alcohol abuse and she's turned it into this place where kids and families and the people that still were there when the, the alcoholics still hang out there but it's all like really cool and she is the only person in the entire London integrating um, communities oh my there's god no one I else, love it there's no one else in the because like but this is the thing gentrify it with also making it right give me one minute yeah, go on. oh I love this <laughs> I love proper coffee there we go yeah, I mean, other places, other times where people are regenerating an area or making something nice, then they're pricing the people out of it. They price people out of it, and then you'll shove two communities together and go, get on, and they won't. Yeah. And like, and, and that's not integration, and the government's never put any money, not, no, no government has. So I'm like, so I sometimes... Blair, Blair was better than what we've got now. Yeah, Blair was better, but everyone, you're not allowed to say that about Blair. You're not allowed to say that he did some good. Um, oh, I'd say oh, I'm so glad you do, because I, I think he did he amazing did... things for education, and he yeah. did incredible things about cultural identity I think I think he's the best apart from that bit at the end oh oh, the Iraq bit the the bit at the end was bad (laughs) I think he was the best Prime Minister we've had in a really long time and if someone can just harness what it was that he did and 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 stop and and stop with all the all the ego and stop with all that and genuinely give a shit like because the one we got at the moment it's just it's too much ego there and you can tell because he went into the victory lap of a fucking competition he didn't win at Glastonbury Festival with a bunch of people that didn't vote for him because they were at Glastonbury. Yeah. And I didn't, I, I found that gross. I was like, no, mate, you didn't win. You don't get to do that. Mmm, yum in my tongue. I've got this thing about, like, I'm just fed up with seeing fat birds on Instagram with their kit off. <laughs> I'm so bored of it. Because I follow a lot of body positivity stuff because I really love it. Yeah, I'm really interested on your take on this. um, Because I I see you as someone extremely positive. I am really positive, but like... Get your clothes on, girls. No one wants to see it. No one. Not even the... Like, it's not empowering anyone. It's just vain. It's vain. Do you think about all women being naked in things? 
No, I like nudity in its place. I'm really British it's just about the, it. It's I the just... politics of going, look at this extreme body type. No, it's not even about that. Have whatever body you want, but it's just there's too many people getting a kit off. We've had people, people are now empowered. You don't need to keep getting your kit off and then calling it a fucking movement. You're doing it because you're a vain cunt. <laughs> Because it's not like you're sitting there like with the fucking camera. I, I don't know if I definitely agree, but I think it's. Um, but you're not. Th- you're not showing the picture from uh, from uh, from below your gunt, are you? <laughs> you're you're taking it with an angle. You're pouting. You've got lip gloss on. You're doing exactly what all the other people do. And the yeah. thing is, is it's already. I'm like now. There's enough people doing it. Yeah. That I think it's more empowering to the stick first person that ever did it is probably like that, that's pretty heroic I would yeah. say brilliant brave wicked and normalising difference etc 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 Sophie Dahl did that in the 90s she she changed she changed the face of the catwalk she yeah. did her body wasn't as actually she was a five, four, 16 and she changed the face of she, uh, Michelle McManus did it before yeah. Adele and then Adele and, and you know there's these people going and they're doing it and it, that that's that's great but now it's been it's been turned into this thing that I just don't think it is yeah i think i i just see a lot of vanity in it and i see a lot of like insecurity and like this need for the likes and instead of this being for other people like for example recently cosmopolitan magazine put tess halliday on the front of it who's uh, a plus-size model she's like size 2022 20, yeah like, no actually she's got yeah covering tattoos yeah um it, we did the rounds on the socials didn't it and you had all the usual people all the usual troll muck you had one side. You had, you did have other people kind of going. Well, what are we? So, what are we trying to achieve with this? What is? Yeah, I don't know. I felt like I, I thought felt, it was clickbait, and I felt that yeah. there was no need for her to be in a swimming suit. And I think it would have been more powerful, and it is more powerful now. And like this is what I, uh, you know, is to put women like me in couture, to put us in fashion, to yeah. fucking stop ignoring us on the catwalk. To like, I, I was with Moschino. I was at a Moschino party the other day and the, the, the fashion designer was there and I went why don't you make clothes for people like me like I said why don't you make clothes for people like Adele who is a megastar yeah. I said or fucking what's her face from, um, from This Is Me or yeah, Rami yeah. Wilson oh, she's amazing she's a Ke- uh, Keala Settle Keala Settle oh, oh my I just finished the first series of that <gasps> for, series. for This Is Us sorry oh is I'm it? interrupting, and you're making it the most beautiful. No, this brilliant is this is point. me, the um, uh, the great showman. She had a beard, but it oh. is Kiela Settle. That's a different girl. Okay, but she's, she's another also big wicked. girl. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's more powerful to dress us to give us the power of a, an, an outfit. Yeah. I don't find nudity at all... Imp- like empowering. The only time I find it empowering is when I went to uh, Japan and I went into the onsen and I bathed with other women and it was gorgeous. I've never yeah. felt so... At really? Ease. You're what you all bathe? Just all, everyone's naked. You forget naked, about it within naked. minutes. Really? Minutes yeah. 
because it's all the same wow. clothes. It's like why you dress kids in school uniform? Yeah. So they don't all like know what. But the they thing don't know is how that, poor the other one is or whatever. Well, they do because of the shoes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's always a kid with an umbro, isn't it? I remember asking desperately asking for Adidas and then getting told, "Oh, you're lucky. Your granddad's got you those trainers you wanted." He hadn't. They were Golas. <laughs> so we've got some pudding cakes from Vanilla Cove, which is a bakery that, as far as I'm aware, has only just opened up in Ladywell. Um, and she was very lovely, a lady in there. It's her business, but she'd run out of vegan ones. Although so I always buy the <laughs> vegan thing just to try it. Um, so we've got, oh God, I think that was just called Angel Sparkles Vanilla. And then this one is a Bueno. <gasps> Holy fuck. Yeah, shit. I should have just got and two of them. And then because I was flirt- flirting and telling her I've got a podcast about eating, she said, You've got to try my Christmas cake. Oh, this and is I Christmas said, cake. Well, at a will it contain a raisin? My guest today does not like a raisin. And she said, no. What? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding it me? It smells spicy. Are you kidding me? Well, I, I can't see a whole raisin. Oh, my God. I don't know, though. You tell me, is there a raisin involved? Not a single like... raisin. It's got mm. all the flavour of Christmas cake, no Oh, fruit. my God. It's like cross-between a chocolate cake with none of the flavour of chocolate. That's really good. Okay, now I'm going to tell you. She did tell me it's got raisins in, but they've been all ground up. Holy shit. <laughs> Am I a bastard? Tell me you're not actually allergic now. No, imagine Fucking I was. Fucking hell. Imagine I was. I was such a risky. As I was lying, I could feel my heart racing. <laughs> Jade, that's the, that's the riskiest thing I've ever done on this podcast. <laughs> I nearly killed you. If you had a raisin... I've never heard of a raisin allergy. No, I haven't. Do you like wine? Do you like no. grapes? Yeah. Is it the gris- grisliness? Is it the grittiness of a raisin that no, upsets you? No, it tastes like you? earwax. A raisin tastes like earwax. It doesn't taste like earwax. It tastes all sweet and gritty. I'm not, I don't love a Kids raisin. Kids love a raisin. Just really Rudy's never been fast. Has he? Never been fast. You've given me the little bit of bueno as well. Yeah. I'm a good host. Do you want a fork? I'm such a tramp. No, I can eat with my fingers. Yeah, I'm just eating my fingers. Mm. I love a really boring... Mmm. ...spongy folk. I'd never pick it if I wasn't eating with someone else, but... Because this podcast, it's made me try, like, the popular one. Like, the plain Krispy Kreme. Do you know what I mean? It's the same and as And see my... why it's... Why popular. is it the popular one? And it is just so good. The vanilla flavour in that is lush. Yeah. She's nailed it, hasn't she? Yeah, really fluffy. And also, not too much um, icing. Reasons. And not too no. much icing, which is always a mistake with cupcakes. Because that's the bit that leaves you feeling a bit sick, I think. But I never want to bite into a cupcake and then be left with a, a moustache of icing. <laughs> which is what happens it's never an enjoyable eat they don't think about when they're making the cupcake look all pretty with all that icing you're not thinking about you have to be about thinking about the person eating it yeah how is it is it going to be an easy eat is it going to be enjoyable is it going to be hard to eat it (laughs) it's going to be hard if they've got and it's like a a 99 ice cream on top but just with buttercream Mm. it just I just feel sick before I've even eaten it but I mean you know, a mouthful of it's lush often. Um, sorry, so I interrupted you. So you like cooking, you can make, make a mean vegan cauliflower cheese, but you said earlier when you were working at that restaurant and it went vegan vegetarian, you felt fun. like you'd been conned. No, it was fun. Mm. We did a whole, like, competition and asked all the customers whether or not they thought we should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all fun and... I learned a lot about cooking without meat, which is really important, mm-hmm. especially when you're working class, to learn not to do meat and two veg and 
Um, and also, I love salad. I love. I, I, I make. I make great salads. I was going to do you one today. Right. That would have been the other one that I've done. I'm so happy that it's a winter. It's December day though. Yeah, it's a big warm. tangy pasta was perfect. Yeah. Fucking lush that was. And I feel like this is a fit time of day to have a feast as well. Like, yeah. We've got long enough after this. It's late afternoon to get our wits back about us by the time we have to try and be so I've got a gig in four hours and I'll be and nice and full of the energy from the pasta. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I would have had a shit between now and then. Perfect. You can have one here if you want. Oh, great. If it's ready to come, I'll do it. <laughs> Hangover, what are you having? Hangover, I'm having ham, egg and chips. Ham, oh. double egg and chips. Crinkly ones, if preferably. Oven. Oven. Or uh, double sausage and egg McMuffin. Oh, two hash browns oh. from fucking McDonald's, <laughs> yeah. mate. Yeah, I can't believe no one's said that yet. Who hasn't double said that? Double sausage no and egg McMuffin. That's the meat I'm having again. I'm not going the rest of my life without another you double sausage. It's the I best thing McDonald's have ever invented. I can make you a double sausage. It I won't can make be the same. It, oh, no, I want the grease oozing down. The, it's the way the grease... Like... I think I have dreams about it. Daydreams and night dreams and sex dreams about the way the fat runs out. You squeeze out a sausage, you pat squeeze, it into a circle. Into, into a circle and then all the juice from it, because it's not in a sheath mm. here. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not in a sheath all the juice from the meat does exactly what it is that you're describing just slicks down the side of the English muffin yeah with a little fake square of cheese it's picnic cheese Ooh. it's so herby as well <laughs> oh god I love these questions nothing else left or absolutely nothing else left no other options would you eat a person <laughs> no, I'm really funny about cannibalism. Like, I'm, I, it weirds me out on telly and stuff like that. I, think it's, I don't think you're the funny one, mate. <laughs> but, like, in movies and stuff, I really... Oh, no, no, me too. I, I get enduring trauma. I get upset. Genuinely, the only situations it would be imperative are in an apocalyptic no, I type die. situation. I kill myself. I want to be in the first wave, yeah. Yeah. I, I do I, everything possible to be gone in the first wave. I'm not a survivor. No, I'm not a survivor. There's no way... The only way I survive... I'm not a survivor. I'm not going to make it. That's a great That's feminist well. anthem. It's actually a feminist <laughs> anthem. To re- this is what my new show's about. So I'm writing a show this year called The Ballad of Kylie Jenner's Old Face. And my new show is about how it's absolutely A-OK to not be, a, to not be empowering. Yeah, like that's and and, and that, that version of the song is better because it is okay to not be a survivor and not make it and be shit and yeah. be rubbish and be crap at stuff and sometimes yeah. be abusive and sometimes like this is this yeah. makes you a full human being. Someone's taken Santa hostage, Jade. Oh no! They've got him in a basement with his nuts in a vice. <laughs> They've agreed to release him in time to complete his festive duties, but only if you and weirdly it does have to be you roll a massive barrel of rum up and down all the cobbled hills of edinburgh for four hours <laughs> it sounds impossible it's definitely physically very challenging but you do it you're a hero Woo! you've saved christmas but you're f- fucked <laughs> i was trying to think of a more creative word you're so knackered out that is a massive physical feat you've achieved it you're allowed to shower or whatever you need to feel normal again but you've got that thing where you're like proper hungry proper uh, you're surrounded by people going yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're ha- as high on life as you can be in yeah. this moment both physically mentally everything your reward apart from 
going down in history is the woman who saved Christmas is the feast of your dreams oh. I want to know what you're eating what you're drinking who with and where and none of these things have to be in any way ethical pious they won't healthy be. they don't have to <laughs> exist they don't have to be possible this is the stuff of dreams okay. take your time okay so I am having a three course meal it'll probably start with and I'm very sorry to all the middle class people out there it's gonna start with a fucking prawn cocktail yes yes, yes. Uh, Mary Rose sauce all, talk, all massive crevettes as well now we're not talking little prawns we'll have them they'll be the base and then there'll be like loads of crunchy lettuce around that and then there'll be like chopped tomatoes on top of it and a wedge of lemon and, and then like big crevettes that have been cooked in garlic and fucking the best prawn cocktail you've ever had in your life my next bit of the meal is I'm having fillet steak I'm having a posh serve from turf so I'm having fillet steak and a lobster for a oh <laughs> yes <laughs> filth with dolphin wild potatoes oh. corn on the cob cooked in fire oh. with chilli butter fucking hell oh god <laughs> oh my pants are twitching <laughs> um, and then um and then for dessert, chocolate fondant. Right. Chocolate fondant with creme fraiche and salted caramel sauce. <sighs> that you've made. Recipe appeared made. earlier in the <laughs> show. <laughs> Fucking um, hell. Who are you having there? I'm having it I'm having it with do you know what I could sit here and pick a load of celebrities out but I fucking don't want I hate fucking performers. Fuck all that shit. I was uh, we had last Christmas we all went back to uh we, we travelled everywhere but the best bit about Christmas we'll both agree was we, uh, my mum and dad have got two best friends called Shirley and Paul and they live across the road and always have done and I grew up with their daughter Paula were born two days apart that's how mum and her mum met was in the hospital wow and they found out they lived opposite each other they've been best friends years mum and dad are thinking of moving soon they're thinking of coming with them um, <gasps> oh I love it it's really cute well, I don't know if they'll do it but it was definitely brought up in conversation I think Paul's trying to convince Shirley um, we got invited over to theirs on Christmas evening we go over there it's their entire family uh, we're all playing penny poker uh, or penny penny cards yeah it's, it's penny it's poker <laughs> pennies everyone's in a circle I've got a jar of pennies that um, I, they're nanny jeans as well she's not very mm. well so I've got her keep being reminded about it and uh, and it was so normal and it was so lovely and I, I'm sure it m wasn't for members of the family there because there's a lot of pa family politics that no, I'm no. not aware of yeah, yeah. but I had the funniest time and so yeah. did Rich and that would be this, the same setup I'd have oh, I love it sounds lovely I think I would just have it sounds so idyllic and snuggly and bustly and warm yeah I'd just have a fire going and then I'd have like an old table full of people that all just got on with each other because I'm because because this is my dream yeah. and I can make that happen we'd have uh, Richard Thomas would be there at Jerry Spring of the Opera and he would okay. get up at some point and play piano and then I'd oh, go and sing yeah. and everyone would listen to me sing yeah that's part some of my people, fantasy a few tears would roll down yeah they would so I'd do some yeah. opera that would make them cry yeah um, and then um, and then there would definitely be porn star martinis at some point oh, nice and there would be like there would be coffee there'd be the best coffee actually mm. that coffee was pretty great there'd be the best coffee you've ever had what were the other stipulations? That was it. it. You've told me where with who. Yeah, there you are. 
Fucking heaven. Yeah, I don't care about famous people. No, who does? Um, the only maybe maybe only person, but it'd be weird for them if they were there. And I've met loads of famous people, and they're nice, but they're you'd not be my, thinking they're what not famous person without your own family to be with. Yeah, we just have <clears> my best mates there. Yeah, yeah, much better. Oh, I love it. Mega thanks to Jade. I implore you to go and see her show at the Soho Theatre in London at the end of January. It's called Divine Miss Jade, and it will bring you really great, great joy. I'll be there, so come. She's at Jade Adams, J-A-Y-D-E-A-D-A-M-S, on all of the socials, and she's just brilliant. Come and see me do some stand-up if you want. I'll be at the Leicester Festival in February, 22nd and the 23rd. That's a fiver for a show that should have some kind of form about it by then. And I'll be at the Glasgow Festival too in March on the 29th. Hoovering is live shows now all over the place. We've got Islington in January, Vaults in March and Glasgow at the very end of March. Links to everything are on my website, jessicafosterq.com. And follow us online at the Hoovering Pod. And I'm personally at Jessica Foster I love you for having listened. I love you even more if you tell other people about it. And I love you to a sort of inappropriate amount if you either support me on Patreon or come to another live shows as well. Um, take care, please. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy bloody Hoovering, mate. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.